Welcome to the Lord of Love podcast, where we believe that self-healing is a spiritual journey and your success on that path is inevitable. I'm an expert self-healing guide, a mentor for women who are on their life transformation journeys. I'm also a success coach and a deep advocate of plant medicine, which I talk about a lot on the show. But the Lord of Love podcast isn't about me. It's about helping you move one step closer to your dream life and creating the reality you deserve. Whether you are healing chronic illness, childhood trauma, financial blocks, or you just want to love yourself more in this lifetime, you're in the right place. Join me every week as we talk about spiritual principles, conscious life creation, and success strategies to expand your mind, heal your heart, and bring you back home to yourself. Okay, here we go. You know what's going to be really cool about today's episode? (laughs) I literally just took a very long bath, got out, put a towel over my head, ran upstairs, sat down, and pressed record. And so this is what's going to be cool about today's episode is that I literally have no idea what I'm going to say. Because if I was starting my business over, what I wish I knew was everything I know now, (laughs) literally everything. So I could sit here and map out some like very um, pointed, structured, listicle style piece of content for you guys. Or I could do what I do best, sit at my desk, press a button and channel the message for you. And I hope that today's episode is eye-opening. I hope it's inspiring. I hope it teaches you something that allows you to get where I am in a shorter, condensed amount of time. That's literally why I do everything is because I know that time is the one most valuable resource we have on this planet. We think it's money. It's actually time. And I want to help anybody out there get where they want to be in a faster amount of time, whether that's healing your body or growing a business or finding your self-love, expanding in your spirituality, whatever it may be. Let's do it and let's not make it so hard. So yeah, we are here dropping in for a beautiful episode. Hello and welcome. I'm going to take this towel off my head because it's like actually kind of hot in here. Um, I'm really happy and excited to announce big, big news. The Wild Wealthy Feminine program is open. So if you've been listening to the free five-day series last week, you have just a week to listen to those recorded podcasts. Or if you've been in the Facebook community listening, or if you've been on Instagram listening, you got the rest of the week to go and check out those trainings. They're free. It's five days and it's all about building abundance in alignment, which I love so deeply. It's a big part of why I built the Wild Wealthy Feminine program because I knew for a long time how to build abundance, but I didn't know how to build it in alignment. And I think those are the two most important pieces of the puzzle of entrepreneurship. It's not just about how to get your business to churn out dollars for you, right? It's about thriving and feeling good and having a soul connection to your work and knowing intuitively what you're building and why you're building it 
and the medicine it has to offer. So um, just really quick, little announcement. The Wild Wealthy Feminine Group Coaching Program is open. So if you've taken Six Figure Biz Babe or the coaching mentorship before in the past, uh, this program is a little different, but probably I'd argue more important. It is about building your business from an aligned place, not just about the steps and the tricks and the strategies. All of that is included in the program, but it's really deeply about getting you to be the best, most aligned in vibration version of yourself by healing your money blocks and healing your worthiness stories and healing the fears of not being enough and looking at your relationship to time and to impact and visibility and creation and, and just really getting clear on like how to how to thrive, how to be really successful in the emotional and spiritual and energetic elements of your business. That is what the Wild Wealthy Feminine is all about. And so um, if you are curious and called, it's a six-week program and we start the first week of May. So this is literally the last week to come and join our journey. I would love to have you. You can go to laurenoflove.com slash wild to go see the details or just go to laurenoflove.com. You'll find it. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> okay, so let's get a little wild for today's episode. I'm feeling, oh my gosh, I'm feeling like I'm in such a high vibration and it's crazy because I literally woke up this morning not being able to get out of bed not wanting to do any of my morning practice routines or self-care rituals. And I just got this very resonant message in my heart waking me up to a principle of self-care in a new way that maybe I hadn't been so um, conscious of. Okay, so I'm going to share it with you today. (laughs) Mm. The times when we feel completely emotionally and energetically off these are the times where we really just want to completely detach and get out of our processes we want to isolate eat the chips and snacks watch the binging netflix episodes and hide under the covers and just pretend the world doesn't exist and that's what we can feel very called to when we are not energetically physically uh, spiritually in a right vibration right And so I think in the past, I've had this pattern of like, okay, well, maybe tomorrow, but today I'm going to Netflix. And like, you know, it's like we almost use those feelings that are moving through our bodies and our energy spaces as permission to like completely tap out and just isolate and disappear from our practices that are actually really nourishing. And um, so I just had this kind of realization today in a deeper way around this, which was like, you know, you're not always going to want to do the things that are best for you. You know, there is an inner child in all of us that doesn't want to brush her teeth or doesn't want to eat the vegetables, right? And that as adults manifests into, I don't want to do the things for my business. I don't want to um, show up in the chores or the bills I don't want to check the mail and pay the bills you know like we just kind of get cranky little child syndrome and we're like I don't want to do anything I don't want to do anything (laughs) I literally recorded a video of myself the other day being like I don't want to do anything because it's it's like funny but like we we all go there you know um but I think I'm just learning today in this moment just how like 
important it is to reparent yourself and to move through those moments and say it's okay like you you don't have to you know go to the gym and do everything but maybe just go it might make you feel better you know so I did that this morning and that was a really big shift because the last couple of days I have been feeling very energetically off it's crazy I've just come to the the realization that like when I'm off like 95% of our community is off and it's like not about me but about the connective frequency that we all have and like man the energy has been really hard really hard you know but like we're doing it good job guys okay so I decided to record this episode today on all the things that I wish I knew uh or all the things I would do differently perhaps if I was starting a business over and for your background and purposes I've been an entrepreneur for eight years full-time my husband runs the business with me. He quit his job back in 2017. And in the time I have been an entrepreneur, I have effectively crashed, burnt, and rebuilt all on purpose three different businesses, three different brands. And it's been really cool to see the evolution of my life and uh, to arrive at Lauren of Love where I'm just here and I'm just me and I'm sharing all of the channeled uh, medicine that spirit has to offer me to all of you guys and you know I'm going to share a little bit about that in today's episode and offer you guys um yeah just what I what I would do differently and and what I wish I knew so again if you are feeling called to be mentored to be guided wild wealthy feminine the wild wealthy feminine method the program and the live coaching calls the group container starts next week I really look forward to seeing you there and let's just all take a deep breath and dive into today's episode. It's that special time of the year. The Wild Wealthy Feminine Signature Group Coaching Program doors are officially open. I've recorded this intro about 20 times, so I'm just going to keep it real candid. If you don't know what the Wild Wealthy Feminine Program is, this is my six-week transformation journey for entrepreneurs who are healing their relationship with creativity, worthiness, success, money, and leadership. I really love this program because in my journey of entrepreneurship, you guys know doing things the masculine way wasn't incredibly aligned with me. I was taught that success was about how hard I worked, that I should sacrifice and push and force and follow these really controlled step-by-step processes to create freedom and abundance. And what I've learned in my eight years as an entrepreneur is that the journey to creating the wealth and abundance that I always wanted was actually about embodying my feminine. So in this six-week study, we go through healing the six foundational elements of being an embodied, empowered entrepreneur. So we heal our relationship with desire, our relationship with money. We heal our relationship with creativity, business, and our personal freedom. So if you've ever felt challenged on any of these things before, I invite you to go check out the Wild Wealthy Feminine Program. Doors close on the 31st, and we start our journey the first week of May. And uh, just a little heads up, 
This round is gonna be extra special. We have a lot of new students returning for a second round and there are live coaching calls. So you're not just going through the Wild Wealthy Feminine method, you are actually getting direct support from me as well. So if you are ready to say hello to freedom and flow and create a soul aligned mission that isn't birthed from force and hustle, but is way more intuitive and heart-centered, come and take the journey to rewire your mind and your reality. Go to laurenoflove.com wild to check out the details of the program, the course structure, and the payment plans that are available. Again, doors close on May 31st, and I, oh, I'm lying, huh? Doors close April 31st. We start the journey on May 1st, so um, don't forget, come sign up. All right, here we go. So just a full disclosure as um, we're recording this episode, I just want you to know I have a very loud drink. I don't know if you can hear this. <laughs> it probably sounds so weird. Okay, but mm, I'm going to be probably taking moments throughout this episode to uh, nourish and hydrate myself because it's been a lot of sweating today like I went to the gym did the sauna did the Epsom bath and I just want to make sure I'm meeting my own needs so maybe we can actually start with that one of like point number one <laughs> but maybe hmm let's think about this um, okay so I would like to start this conversation as I'm tapping into the frequency of this dialogue just by saying that um, there's a lot more to this that what I'm sharing in this channel dialogue is probably just going to stretch like scratch the surface I think um, of what needs to come through and what needs to share uh, what needs to be shared for all of you guys so yeah there's so there's so much here this is such like a big thing because I think entrepreneurs now this is a very big trend where there are people out there in the online space that have been doing it a certain way and are now realizing like okay that way works like logically but now how do I actually like create the lifestyle that I want and how do I walk in right relation and how do I create content that actually feels really good and how do I have a workflow that feels really really aligned so I think that right now what's happening is this like explosion of um, awakening to the importance of integrity and alignment with our values and getting really clear that, you know, business success is not just about doing all of the things and pushing all the buttons to get the financial outcome we want. Business success is actually about being able to look at your life and say, wow, I'm so blessed and I feel so good and I have peace and every way I move through my business is a reflection of that vibration of who I am and and what I want to stand for and so I think along the journey of entrepreneurship for me personally there have been so many layers of doing my own inner work and and that process of just going deeper and deeper into myself and deeper and deeper into my healing and removing the storylines of like you know the the pain and the discomfort of not being good enough or financial blocks or um insecurities around my message i mean this is the thing i i think there are a lot of people who are going about their personal development path trying to really actually 
fix their brokenness and that's how they identify themselves they go wow i'm so messed up my i'm broken my bank account's a mess my relationships are just so stressful i have chaos here and there and you know i'm not living the life i want by any means i must be so broken and this is a real um, shadowy side of the entrepreneur world because there are a lot of people that prey on that and like take advantage of that and try to you know get people to join their very expensive programs because they feel like okay well like you know this person wants change here take a big leap and and i think what i learned along my path of um personal development and business is that the more i went along my journey of like trying to fix myself so that i could finally be enough like if that was the storyline that i played out i would never be where i am today I think where I am today is at a place of wholeness and at a place of acceptance and a place of presence. And even if I'm not where I want to be, right? What does that even mean, right? None of us are where we want to be. <laughs> We're always trying to go somewhere else. I can be happy about where I am and celebrate the season that's present and alive. And so I know this is a very like generalized, uh, fluffy, taking it piece by piece by piece here. And offering this to you but I, I think these are there are some important points here on like what I wish I knew I, I wish I knew that I wasn't broken like in the beginning of my business I I went about my career of like wow I gotta I made the biggest big leap to quit my job and my parents think I'm absolutely crazy and I literally have no money and I gotta move in with my boyfriend's parents now I mean like I I went there I took this really big leap and there were so many times on my path where I thought I was crazy and I thought there was something like not good enough in me to have what I wanted and it took me a while just to realize that that inner narrative was what was projecting out into my business that you know thank god I, I found personal development in a right relation way very early on and started to see wow there's actually nothing wrong with me i'm i'm not broken i just i'm holding on to some stories that are not actually meant to be mine and i i can let go of those i can i can choose to let go of anything you know so yeah long-winded and not exactly a concise statement but like you know i really wish back then when i started my business i wish i knew that my success was truly inevitable because i was worthy of that that I didn't have to dance in the story of like, can I make it happen or maybe I won't make it happen? <gasps> what if I don't? You know, like that open loop in your mind is such a distraction and it's quite dangerous to, you know, maybe not the word dangerous, but it's detrimental to our ability to create success. It's when, when we have this open channel in our mind that allows us to wander into the disaster of what if you know like what if it doesn't work what if i go bankrupt what if i end up homeless what if i give all my blood sweat and tears and energy to this and it's not enough what if what if what if and like all of that energy you know i spent a great deal of time chasing the answer to that what I would thought was the answer to that, which was, okay, just have the right strategy and work really hard and make sure you show up a lot. 
and don't forget to smile (laughs) and I would literally like this is the crazy part I would literally Google for hours I would spend all this time on Google searching and searching and searching for like what is the best way to grow your page views on your website (laughs) or like I would spend like all the time researching like the proper subject lines for emails and how to tripwire this and that and it was just like all of this wasted energy getting hyper vigilant into the strategy like I think strategy is important and it's necessary right there's a big piece of the wild wealthy feminine program where I teach the strategies that I use but I I don't believe that strategy is the leading energy of your entrepreneurship path I think that people who are very focused on the money and people who are very focused on hitting the milestones get very hyper vigilant into their strategy because they're trying in a masculine effort to try to achieve this outcome to try to make it this really big thing and I did that for a while and I wish I knew like looking back how how emotional and painful that process would be for me because when you're so hyper vigilant on getting this outcome to achieve this thing to feel a certain way that you want to feel you're creating and subscribing to this storyline that like okay well I need to do something for my own self-respect or my own self-love or my own self-appreciation or if I want to like be proud of myself I can't do that unless I do this this and this and achieve this this and this and instead of spending time being like okay how do I like embody self-love and how do I embody patience and power within myself I I think we get like lost you know and so for a long part of the early days of my career I got so hyper vigilant into that strategy because I thought that it would finally give me that thing that I really wanted but the truth was as I started to grow and expand, I got really tripped up because this strategy that I had anchored into that was so important to me, suddenly it was like, the storyline was like, okay, well, what if one day that strategy doesn't work anymore? And I worked so hard to find this strategy, but like, what if it one day doesn't work? So like, that's the thing. When you don't have the strategy to make the six figures, you tell yourself a story that it won't work. And then once you actually have it working, you tell yourself another story that maybe one day it won't. <laughs> it's like, come on, like how can you create some safety in your life, please? Can you create some confidence and assurance? And so that's another point of this too. It's like I I think that looking back, I, I wish I did a really good job of like coming into my power more quickly. You know, my journey of entrepreneurship. I became very good at hitting the dollars and doing the things and pushing the buttons and generating the sales and you know I had this like identity as business babe that you know was like I'm sure you've seen it if you look at people on social media certain people where you're like oh that's a mask you know what I mean like you could see it's like not the real them and I was being my most authentic self but I didn't even know who my most authentic self was at that time so you know I was chasing worthiness, approval, validation, all these things. Anyway, I'm rambling, but I think I just wish I spent more time recognizing that the inner workings of my own self, like 
you know, I had a lot of money fears that would constantly get tripped up and I had a lot of triggers from people who didn't like me or didn't like what I had to say and um, that tripped me up and then I had, you know, growing certain milestones and then my team like not being the way that I wanted them to be and then that tripped me up and so I was always getting very, very tripped up on what was not the way I wanted it to be and I didn't know how to be in harmony with my business and harmony with my team and harmony with my bank account because I wasn't at all in harmony with my own self. You know, all of those patterns that were playing out were really a reflection of my own fears and insecurities and unworthiness and I spent so much time thinking that it was just about business. It was crazy. So yeah, that's that point. Let's take a drink, shall we? Okay, so another thing I just want to say that I think is really important, um, I I really wish that, <laughs> man, this is a crazy one, mm. I really wish that on my journey of entrepreneurship that I got the stick out of my butt, <laughs> like honestly, like man like I was walking around in relationship to myself I was walking with a metaphorical stick up my ass 24 7 I was like neurotically checking numbers and complaining about what wasn't working and pushing and pushing and pushing and like oh my god like what the hell can you stop (laughs) just stop for a minute look at what you've built look at what you have look at what you have already achieved like at every moment of my entrepreneur path there were opportunities for me to actually sink into the joy and the pleasure and the appreciation of what I was cultivating in that moment at every level like the days before I even quit my corporate job like wow Lauren look at you cultivating you're doing all this research that's awesome you're listening to all these trainings that's amazing And then when I quit my job, wow, that's great. Look what you did. You know, like this, that's the thing. Like we have to learn how to reparent ourselves in that way where like whatever we've done already is worthy of celebration, you know, and and we have to stop being so hard on ourselves and just be able to be like, yeah, at every stage there are things to appreciate. There's so many things to appreciate. I was listening to this like really big person. This was like years ago and she had built a very, very large platform And she said that her biggest regret was like not cherishing the times when it was really small because you don't get that intimacy back when you grow. And I think that's just a really uh, more of a big picture metaphor to, hey, at like every stage, there are things to celebrate and be proud of. So be proud of them. (laughs) Case in point. Another thing that tripped me up for a really long time, and I I tell this story a lot because I, I think it's a really powerful one. I, before I got really committed and before I started to see like the big change in the numbers and the growth and all the things, I spent a great deal of time in that mindset dance I talked about earlier, which is like, okay, maybe it will work and maybe it won't. And I remember that there were periods of those early months where Matt would literally leave for work in the morning and I would say, I'm so inspired. I feel so confident. I just, I know this is going to work. I just, and I would say all this to him and he would be like, that's great, babe. That's great. And then he would come home at three o'clock and I would be 
at the computer sobbing looking for jobs on indeed.com because somehow I tripped myself out of believing in myself. And like this is a very small example of something that I see many entrepreneurs do, which is this dance in and out of our own confidence and certainty. And, you know, every time you take that step away because you're doubting yourself, it's not the doubt that is deterring you. It's how you let that doubt affect your actions. So like if I, the analogy that's coming up is like if I chose to be like, hey, I'm going to be a professional ballet dancer and I have this goal I'm gonna like dance at all the most great stages I'm gonna be so amazing what do I have to do well like if I'm if I'm choosing that I have to hire a coach I have to change my diet I have to do these practice training sessions I have to do massages and, and chiropractic adjustments whatever I don't know I'm just naming a bunch of things but like if you saw Black Swan, she does a lot of different stuff, right? And she's dedicated and she's disciplined. And if I, three days later, you know, I'm like, I don't know if I want to be a ballerina. Let me actually just like think about it because maybe it won't work. You know, then you pull yourself out of that action. You pull yourself out of doing the things that you need to do to have your own emotional process. And so me pulling myself out of my business to go search for jobs on indeed.com and spiral emotionally and energetically, you know, all of that was really slowing me down. You know, I, I'm really blessed that I know how to create abundance really well and how to build a business really well. Um, it's kind of in my blood. My whole family had, you know, done things. My my dad had, uh, he failed a business when he was in his 30s or 40s my grandfathers were entrepreneurs very successfully though and um i think it's just like something that's been passed down to me that i can do it i can do it i can go for it but emotionally and spiritually if i don't have that same strength i'm going to allow my emotions to get the best of me and move me away from being that action taker that person who's really productive to than being somebody who's just trying to self-sabotage. And while I don't believe in self-sabotage and I talk about what I really actually think that pattern really is, um, I'm just using that language because I know it's something that all of you guys relate to, that concept of I'm in, I'm out, I'm in, I'm out. I do the thing, I don't do the thing. I'm focused, I'm not focused, blah, 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 blah. You know, what's causing that? <laughs> it's not your strategy. <laughs> You may tell yourself a story that it is. You'd be like, well, it's like not working. <laughs> but like what's causing you yourself to get off track, to lose your drive, to be disconnected from your efficient action and focus? And that is your emotions, right? So like there are a lot of emotionally deregulated entrepreneurs who have screwed up nervous systems who are just trying to push and force and panic their way to the next milestone that they want to achieve and it's really a not a sustainable healthy thing by any means but there's a lot of that being taught out there and being um, offered out there so I think you know I'm I'm piecing this you know talking about this in kind of various ways but I think what this ultimately boils down to is to say I wish back then that I spent a great deal more time focused on the mastery of my own self and my own emotional home rather than what I was trying to achieve. Like now in my life and the way that I teach entrepreneurs, when it comes to cultivation and moving towards things, 
I'm not using my energy of cultivation only to make more money in my bank account. Like that's usually what people do is like I have to put all of, I have this muscle, it's called cultivation. What does it mean? It means that I focus on something and I get better and better and better at it, right? I don't only do that in my business. I definitely do that way more in my own personal life because I think that when I do that, I develop a sense of emotional strength and resilience and emotional intelligence and boundaries. I focus on how do I want to feel and how can I create that feeling in my life and how can I anchor into that feeling and how can I give myself more of that feeling? How can I grow my health and my body and my energy? How can I deepen my spiritual connection? How can I master my self-love and appreciation for who I am on a deeper level? All of those things I wish I knew were way more important than business because years later you know trying to get my businesses to hit these big levels it wasn't until two years into my business a year and a half into my business that i was like oh wait a minute Uh, i'm the common denominator here i'm really screwed up (laughs) something has to be fixed here and it wasn't that i was broken it was like i had some stuff that was not healthy the way i was thinking and the way that i was feeling about money and feeling about my leadership and so yeah I wish that I knew that like those things were more important than money to like focus on who I was becoming and what I wanted to feel about myself and my worthiness and all of these things okay time for another drink (laughs) okay I also wish I knew the method of healing that I teach okay so I'm going to share something with you really important if you took my five-day free series abundance and alignment you might know this already but your business is a spiritual container for your healing I wish I knew this back then I thought that every time something bad happened to me it was like a sign of disaster and that I just wasn't cut out for it and that like here's all the evidence it's gonna fall apart what I realized was that like on my path that the things that were manifesting and popping up were opportunities to heal something within myself. So if I had a fear of judgment or if I had a, a resistance to my own power or if I had a storyline around my sensuality or my feminine essence, those things would come up and be challenged whether that was through my launch strategies and just what emotionally transpired in a launch process or whether somebody had a comment to say about something I posted or what my family thought about what I was doing. Like I manifested these difficult opportunities in all of these areas because my business was trying to get me to heal. And it wasn't because there was something wrong with me. It was because there were wounds that I hadn't tended to yet that I needed to face. So like In the beginning when something like this would happen, like let's say somebody would send me a nasty message in Instagram and just be like, I hate you. (laughs) I mean, nobody would say that directly, but you know, let's say somebody had something not so nice to say and I would sit with that and I would, oh my God, I would ruminate on it for days and feel awful and just so insecure and doubt myself and just like all the reasons why I'm a terrible human being. I would stack those in my brain. Because I thought that what was manifesting was a reflection of me. 
but really actually it was just an opportunity to heal something within myself. And so I started to work with my business in this way, and this is now what I teach in Wild Wealthy Feminine, to understand what comes up as like the quote-unquote obstacle and to see it as what it actually is, which is an invitation for your own personal expansion and transformation. It's when you move faster in your path because you're not taking things personally, you're, you're doing the work, you know? And I think this happens for a lot of us where like money triggers come up or shadows around our mom or our father come up or like feeling unworthy or, you know, not good at what we do. And like we have to face those things. We have to walk into those things and confront them head on in order to become who we really are truly meant to be. So I I do invite you, anybody who navigates that challenge of like emotionally, it's just like all getting in the way you know, that that you spend a great deal of time like slowing down your thoughts to be like, okay, this thing presented, what is this actually really about? Like, is this fear that's coming up really about this or is it actually about that? Is this difficult experience with a colleague, an employee, a student, an online follower, is this difficult experience really about the difficult experience? What is this actually really about? It's probably some story that you've been holding on to that's now manifesting and you can look at that and be like, oh, wow, oh my God, this is what it's really about. You know, and like that's when you start to move more efficiently because you're working with your business, not against it. So I know that's kind of a spiritual deep dive, but just to say, I wish I knew that component that business was here for my healing and for my support yeah I also wish on my journey of entrepreneurship that I had a lot more faith you know I I think it's like a faith is such a interesting topic because it's something that we all really want but so few of us know how to cultivate in our life the energy of faith You know, like how do you get certain about something and feel peaceful about that and surrender to the outcome at the same time? How do you hold an energy of detachment and focus? And this is about like learning how to be somebody. I've been seeing this word all the time on social media and it almost makes my eyes roll sometimes, but like the concept of duality, right? Like I can be somebody who is very focused on her outcome and also at the same time be somebody who's very detached from whether or not or when you know or when not that thing arrives because I'm somebody that prioritizes the outcome but also values the journey if you've studied Stephanie um, Exogenji she's you know a great one for this she talks a lot about the concepts of duality and I think this is something that um, I really not that we're going to go so deep into it, but I just want to say like that's where faith is birthed. It's through the ability to dance in both and to feel safe and wanting more and also being really aligned with where you are. And as you can hear that, you probably can identify that you're maybe not doing both of those things as efficiently or as greatly as you should. And, you know, I I think about this too, like I had a, even now, right, eight years into my business, there are still things that 
I want to do and have an experience that I haven't yet achieved, right? Like I'm human. We're all human and we're all growing and we're all setting new milestones for ourselves. And, um, you know, I had a student ask me about that. of Like, how do you hold the faith when like you don't even have the money to do X, Y, and Z? And I, I think it's just, it's interesting because like now what I've really been able to anchor into, which I know can feel like such a stretch for some people, um, I've been able to anchor into that awareness of like, okay, whatever is here for me right now is here for me right now. It's because this is what I'm supposed to have, right? Like I wanted to do this like really big, I forget where it was, it was some really big training thing and it didn't work with my schedule and the travel was just too demanding with what we had going on in our work life and the price of it was a big chunk of change and it just felt like it, I couldn't do it. And and I could certainly go into my inner child and be like, ma'am, so if only I was more successful then I would be able to do all these things. That is where I was like to the max before things crashed. So just be mindful of that energy. If you're constantly like, I can't do this, I can't do that. Look at all the things I can't do, right? You're subscribing to such a state of suffering and um, it'll break you, quite frankly. So anyway, not to get too dramatic, um, but I now when things like that come up and I can't do something because I don't have the resources, I can literally be like, okay, well, spirit actually wants me to be here. Like spirit is telling me through the fact that that's not presently available that I'm supposed to be here. And and sometimes there will be situations where things that aren't quote unquote available, I have to get thrifty and I have to stretch myself and challenge myself. But I also think that being able to be somebody who can sit in the here and now and be really accepting of knowing what's important to her and knowing what's a priority to her and also being like, okay, well, if it's not here right now in this moment, there's no real sense of urgency I can trust. I can trust that one day that thing will align for me and it will open up and it will be great. And all I have to do is hold the faith. And I do that by being really appreciative of where I am now and really focused on where I'm going. And I dance in that duality, right? I dance in that knowing of like, everywhere I am here in this moment is safe. And sometimes in the beginning when you're in a financial struggle or a financial stress or financial pressure, man, this is the hardest initiation to study this because you're constantly thrown challenge after challenge. Like I remember in the early days, I had to buy tampons at Target and put the expense on two different credit cards because I was that at my end, right? Like I was that at my end. And so I get it. I'm, I get it, right? Like I get it. It's so hard. But you also have to remember that like spirit and the universe and source never gives you anything that you cannot handle. And what you are handling and what you are being given is the opportunity that will be the success story that you stand on, that will be your legacy, that will be your powerful narrative of the hero's journey coming into wherever you go from here, right? Becoming whoever you become. It starts in these states of suffering, this these states of hardship. So if you can't grasp to um, the idea of feeling like really super empowered by where you are, you know, maybe just think about that and hold that hope of like, wow, I'm, I'm in the thick of it. And so therefore, 
I'm going somewhere really incredible. I'm getting initiated into something really strong. I do that now because on my healing journey, um, this is something I talk about with a lot of my students, the this roller coaster method of like, sometimes you have ups and sometimes you have downs. And like for me, right before a big quantum leap, things get kind of intense. Like I feel really tired and my body just feels kind of out of it and I need more self-care and I emotionally am just not as rooted. And so I have to remember this when I have those dark energy times, like, wow, I'm okay. Something great. Something big is on the other side of this. Wow. And that that can be like a, a last hope of faith, you know, to anchor into and just be like, ah, okay. All right. Even if it's really hard right now, the harder it is, the more rootedness into transformation you're going to receive. And like that happens to me over and over and over again. Not to say that I'm addicted to things being hard. You know, I think there's a lot of beauty in that flow-filled peace ascension. But I think when things are difficult, I just remind myself that the thicker the journey you know, the more potent the transformation on the other side. So I hold that faith and I have that duality and like can sink into the appreciation of where I am, even if where I am is like really, really hard. But that sparks another point that I, I just want to mention. I it came through and now it's like floating away from me. So I'm sure it'll come back as I continue to channel this conversation. Um, so let me just take a sip of my drink. Hmm. Yeah. So I think another point of this too is like the I want to speak to like the logic of of being an entrepreneur because there is a lot of marketing and messaging and programming that tells us like well your niche should be like this and your ideal client should be like that and the sign outside your store should be this and your program should be this way and you should charge this amount and like all of that stuff is pulling you away from your intuition. And I think that when I look at my journey of entrepreneurship, there have been so many times where I've had to take these really big leaps and follow my heart to, to create things, to offer things that really logically made absolutely no sense, you know, and that's the other thing. Like when you get those projections from people about how crazy you are, how weird you are, what you're going to do is not going to make any sense. And I'd argue that the less sense it makes to other people is evidence of like just how powerful it is like think i always bring up steve jobs but like how fucking crazy do you think people thought he was when he's like yeah so i'm gonna build this thing it's gonna be a box and it's gonna be in everybody's house and in that box you can send connection to people and blah blah blah, blah, blah and scroll this world called the internet i mean it was just like yeah. <laughs> people probably thought he was so bad shit you know, and like we got to give ourselves some of that silliness and play to just be like, okay, if you're, if you're doing something big, it's going to confuse people. It's not going to make sense. And there have been a lot of things like the Wild Wealthy Feminine Program, um, the HEAL Program, and everything I've literally done in my life. It's always been, I don't know why I'm called to do this, but I'm going to trust that. And so I think that I really wish I spent more time cultivating that inner knowing and that inner medicine of intuition to just trust my gut and to know where I'm headed and know what's important to me and um, to not get derailed so much by the logic all the time. And um, I teach this in the Wild Wealthy Feminine program too because a lot of women are very in their heads, you know, 
You're like, well, I don't know what to do. Do I build this? Do I build that? What works? What doesn't? And real true success is in the activation of your intuition channel because that's where you connect to source to get the ideas of creation. So um, don't be afraid to be ridiculous is what I'll say. Um, don't be afraid to be wild and to embrace the feminine. I think that's really... Oh man, like I I see I see so many versions of my old self now floating on social media where people are literally pushing and exhausting themselves. And what I've come to realize for me is that like wealth and freedom and prosperity and all these things that I really wanted, I can have limitless and I can also be somebody who has a great amount of self-care and time to herself and freedom to be in nature and like pause in her life to be a human okay we're not just entrepreneurs we are humans and um yeah i just i just wish i i found the feminine way like more quickly um because today in my life like i don't have any money blocks and i don't have fears and i don't have insecurities that hold me back the way that I used to like I feel very liberated in that sense and I get to create and show up in my my world and my purpose of business from a place of of good aligned vibration like I'm gonna hold myself here so that I can bring you with me you know and I, I think that's what powerful entrepreneurship and leadership is it's having somebody who's so dedicated to holding their frequency with power so that they can bring you with them and life just gets to be that easy you just got to be in your power and if that scares you and you don't know how you know let that be the medicine that your business is offering you the journey to be like okay I all right I gotta work on my empowerment and I'm gonna start here and like you know you deserve that you you deserve to be somebody who feels aligned and peaceful and in integrity and who can walk in right relationship with her business because she's walking in right relationship with herself. So I know this was a, a live, real raw channel conversation. I hope you took something away from today's dialogue. I hope in some way it inspired you to really think beyond the box of um, what you should be doing. You know, we, what should I be doing? Grow an Instagram. Use these hashtags have this email funnel we didn't talk about any of that today because none of that stuff matters there's like a million different ways to grow a business do you realize that everybody is growing their business radically different so that's all the story so let's do it your way and let's do it in a way that feels soul aligned and sacred okay all right i love you so much i hope to see you inside of the wild wealthy feminine program doors are closing on the 31st thank you so much for being here and for more information on the wild wealthy feminine program you can go to laurenoflove.com slash wild <laughs> all right i'll see you guys later meow meow